1: The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Friend, we might lose everything,
2: and and eventually we we will. We will. We're going to lose it all. You're going to lose your youth. You're going to get old. You're going to lose your old age. You're going to die. And you can't take your house and your bank account and you can't take nothing with you. But I'll tell you what you can take with you. Your hope and your future. Hallelujah!
1: Welcome to The Healing Word, a ministry of the Largo Community Church in Bowie, Maryland. Today, Pastor Jack Morris is going to focus on joy, specifically the joy of the Lord. If you're feeling a little worn out and life's been beating you down this week, I pray today's message will lift you up and inspire you to new heights as you seek the Lord's presence in your life. So now, let's go to the message for today, called to joy.
2: Now, I want to ask you a question.
1: Do you know
2: what I want? Well, I'm going to tell you anyway. I want a life, an existence that's stress-free, trouble-free, problem-free, challenge-free, obstacle-free. But I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it in this world. Jesus says in John 16:33. Jesus says this in the world, you will have trouble. I mean, whatever Jesus says is going to be like it is, right? So, are you in the world? Anybody here not in the world? Well, if you're in the world, Jesus says you're going to have trouble. My heart just about sank when I read that part, but I read the rest of it, and he said, but take heart. I've overcome the world. That means I can't rid my life of problems, of trials. I can't get the victory over it. But he says, be of good cheer or take heart. I've overcome the world. He can help me. He can help me with my stress, with my problems, with my troubles, with my obstacles. That's what he's saying. You're in the world. You're going to have trouble. But take heart. Be encouraged. I can handle it for you. Isn't that wonderful? Take heart. Now, 1 Peter 4.12, the apostle Peter said, do not be surprised at the fairy trials that come your way. Fairy. I mean, there are things in this world that will come to us that will just consume us if we will let it. But Jesus is telling us to be of good cheer. He's overcome the world. He's the overcomer. He'll fight the battle for you. See, the word's coming forth. Are you hearing it? Are you getting it? The victory will come as you hear the truth. And the blessing of God will come upon you." Now, we'll all agree that there's too much sadness in the world, too many pains, too many hurts, too many difficulties. There are from, from, from countries and nations warring against each other, and starvation, and, and floods, and tsunamis, and earthquakes, and, and, and how about the fire in Southern California? Just last month, just last month, Over 2,000 people were displaced. Uh, I mean, 2,000 homes were destroyed by fire. 2,000 homes. And the statistics I've heard anywhere from a half million to a million people were displaced. But then I read that a group of the people uh, gathered in a Presbyterian church... And uh, 60 families in that church had their homes burnt to ashes. And I thought of our church, I thought, that would be terrible if one family, but if 60 families of the Largo Community Church didn't have any clothes but the clothes that they had on to come to church Sunday morning. You lost your home, you lost everything. Where would you wash your face or shave or comb your hair? Uh, One lady uh, Barbara Wooden said that uh, when she left her house, all she could, take, all she could grab was three boxes of, of pictures, of photos, and her grandfather's old cuckoo clock. That's all she had. But she gathered in that church with those 60 families and the rest of the congregation, and they began to have a testimony service, much like we're going to have here Wednesday evening. And in that Presbyterian church, different ones would stand up and say how thankful that they were that their family was spared. They began to thank God for the big things that had happened. You know, it's always right to thank God. And they, they, they didn't dwell on the, the, the loss of the house, but they began to thank God for each other, for people, for family members. And... Uh, Also that their whole community wasn't burned and and that their friends some of their friends' homes weren't burned. And they talked about it, they shared about it, and they gave God the glory for caring for them and protecting them. But they also thanked God for the little things. And they began to testify how wonderful it is to have a friend whose shoulder that they could cry on and whose arms they could put around and hug in church on that Sunday morning. Wasn't that wonderful? There's a lot of pain in the world today, but there's a lot that we need to focus on that is positive, and even in the midst of pain and negative things that are happening, we can look and find God's blessing and rejoice in God's blessing. There's a lady I talked to just a... I think it was last week, and uh, she didn't go to this church, but she said that uh, she's a Christian. She's serving the Lord, and her husband also, and her 19-year-old boy was shot with a bullet and killed. Now, he wasn't in trouble. Nobody was aiming at him. He was just at the wrong place at the wrong time, walking down the street. Everything was calm. But somebody took a gun and shot at somebody else. The bullet hit a tree, ricocheted off, and killed her 19-year-old son. She still has one other son that's 16-year-old. But she'll never get over that. She'll never get over that. How do you get over things of that nature? But she looks to God. She finds comfort in the Lord. She praises God that her family is saved. There's another meeting place. There's heaven. Friend, you need and I need to look at Jesus and to see the blessings that he has brought into our lives. God is good. And God has given us a thousand gifts. And we need to rejoice over those gifts and be happy. I talked to my daughter yesterday no, it's Friday. She lives down in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and she does sign language uh, for the uh, the non-hearing. She works in the public school, but on the, the evenings and the weekends, she has this other job down in Atlanta where she does signing. Now, it's an interesting thing, and I, I'm going to find out more about it. She's going to be here Wednesday night also. But she said that uh, she, there's a like a television set and a none-hearing person will call in to her, and when they call in, the, the set will light up, and she can see that person. She has earphones on, and that person will sign with their hands and say, I would like you to call my mother or my dad or my friend. Their number is 301-555, and, and give them the number. Well, when she's finished receiving the sign, she'll dial, and then she'll talk. And she'll say, you're getting a call, you're receiving a call from so-and-so, your son, your daughter, and uh, will you accept this call? And then the people will tell her, and then she'll sign back to them. And then they'll sign to her, and then she'll talk to them. And then she'll listen, and then she'll sign back, and back and forth. She said to me, she said, Dad, she said, it got so bad, the stories that they were telling. She said, it's Thanksgiving time, and people are so lonely. She said, I received 25 calls. And she said, People looking for a place to go on Thanksgiving. They don't have any friends. Families are dysfunctional. Conflicts in the family. She said, and she was driving and she's on the cell phone. And I don't know whether she she actually did it or she said she felt like doing it. But she said, I felt like, or I actually put the phone on hold and put the receiver down and put everything on hold and just bowed my head and cried. And that was Friday. People are hurting. There are a lot of things that are wrong in the world, but I'm so thankful that you and I know Jesus Christ who blesses and gives faith and encouragement to our hearts. Aren't you happy? Aren't you happy for Jesus? Why don't you turn to your neighbor, your husband, your wife, your neighbor, and say, I'm happy for you. I thank God for you. (laughs) Okay.
1: All right. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation, live in-person services are now available for you to attend every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. If you choose to join us virtually for the live service, simply go to largo.cc.org at 9 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live at the top of the homepage. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message.
2: I want to talk about the difference between joy and happiness. This lady who lost her son, and this man who lost his son, they're not happy, but they still have joy. You can have joy even in the midst of tragedy. Even when your home is burned, that fire f- took place, that started up in northern LA and burned 500,000 acres all the way to the border of Mexico. Uh, the people lost everything, but they had each other and they had love. You know, that's one thing you can't buy, isn't it? You can't purchase family. You cannot buy love. The big things, the good things in life, you can't purchase them. You can't buy them. God gives them friendship. Do you have some friends? Yeah. Cherish those friends. Keep them friendly. Make sure it keeps going. If there's something that happens, a misunderstanding, and it's so easy for that to happen, come on, get on the phone, write a letter, get it fixed. Friends are important. Even Jesus called his disciples friends. He calls us friends. These are the things that you can't buy. You can't buy friendship. You can't buy love. Or you can buy a house. You can buy a car. You can buy a boat. You can buy a vacation. You can buy a lot of things that make you happy. But all those things after a while wear out. You know, I got a new car and got in that car and, mm, it even smelled new, you know. I don't know why that odor goes away so fast, you know, but it, it, doesn't it smell good for about two or three days? I'm so happy. Now, I bring it home and first thing I want to do is polish it. <laughs> then I forget about it. <laughs> Let it rust. <laughs> but, but things make people happy. But things do not make people have joy. Only Jesus gives joy, and Jesus does give joy. Can you say amen? Jesus is the joy of living. Say it out loud. Jesus is the joy of living. There are things that are going to happen. Jesus says, and I'm going to keep repeating. Jesus says, in the world you'll have trouble, but be of good cheer or take heart. I've overcome the world, and we can give thanks to the Lord Jesus. We know we're gonna have problems, but we know who's greater than the problem, Jesus. And He's in our hearts. Now, here's here's the difference between joy and happiness. Is dependent upon the external. What you can see, what you can touch, what you can smell, what you can hear, uh, what you can buy. Uh, These things bring happiness. But happiness are temporal because these things are temporal. Anything that can be seen is temporal. You're temporal. I can look at you. You can look at me. We're temporal. We're only here for a short time. And everything that is seen is temporal. So all of these things that are seen are are, are just here for a short time. They make us happy for the moment. But there's an abiding joy. Happiness is not abiding. Now, I want to be happy. You want to be happy. We want to have things. Of course we do. But after receiving Jesus, I have received a new perspective about things. I value things in to the degree they give me joy and they give me comfort. But I have now, because of God, good sense to know that I, I don't want to put everything and all my attention and focus in things because things will never Never satisfied. So, happiness, I I look out and I see things. And I purchase things. And I get things. And when I see these things, uh, a vacation or whatever it is, these things, they come in externally from the outside. They connect with my senses and they excite my emotions. But they come this way. Joy, on the other hand, when Jesus says, I'll give you my joy... That starts internally and works its way out. Now, Jesus is in my heart. He's the Prince of Peace, so I have peace in my heart. He is the joy of God. I have joy in my heart, and now when I reflect upon Jesus in my heart and the love and the happiness and the joy that He's given me, my senses are triggered In a different way not from something outside coming in but from something inside that cannot be seen that is eternal it starts working its way out now my senses used to feel it coming this way things have now been reversed now the joy is coming this way and it's moving out and it's being reflected out even in the midst of tragedy I can still smile even in the midst of of hardship I can still say thank God I have Jesus in my heart there is an abiding joy And that's the joy, that's the blessing that God has come, and through Jesus, you and I have. Isn't it wonderful? Can you say, praise the Lord? God has given us joy. I have privileges. Look at some of the privileges that I have that I didn't have before. The privilege of prayer. I can pray. I can talk to God. I can go right into heaven. Oh, think about it. Think about it. You can go right into heaven. And talk to God. You see, Jesus has given you His name. The name of Jesus is the key that unlocks heaven. The name Jesus is your passport into the presence of your heavenly Abba Father. You can pray. You have a church. I will never, never underestimate the blessing that the church has been to me. The church took me in so many years ago and made me part of the fellowship. The church of Jesus Christ. I'm unworthy to be a part of His God's family, of the church. But he brought me in. He brought you in. I was talking to a person just the other day, and not only this person, but just a reminder of the many people that have said to me, Pastor, if it were not for the Lago Community Church. And then they went on to tell me some things. If it were not for... The fellowship and the people who pray for me, who love me, who take me in, who care for me. I know they love me, and they go on to tell me about the Largo Community Church. You know it makes this man happy. I am so blessed, and I know exactly what they're talking about because I've experienced the same thing. Have you experienced church yet? A lot of people go to church, but they don't experience church. you got to get in one of these small groups, Phil. (laughs) Minister Phil, experience church. You have Jesus in your heart. You have hope. You have a future. You see, now that I'm I'm in the family of God, I have this status. And now that I'm in the church, and now that I have this relationship with the Lord, I have this new status. I'm, I'm, I'm somebody special to God. I'm not worthy to be somebody special to God. But he, I am. I must be for him to let his son die for me and take my sins so that I might not be punished. He punished Jesus and let Jesus be punished in, in my place, so I I must be special to him, and that humbles me. You're special to God. That should humble us and cause us to give thanks to the Lord. Friend, we might lose everything, and and eventually we we will. We will. We're going to lose it all. You're going to lose your youth. You're going to get old. You're going to lose your old age. You're going to die, and you can't take your house and your bank account, and you can't take nothing with you, but I'll tell you what you can take with you. Your hope and your future. Hallelujah. God has given each of his children a future, a future in him, a future that will last forever. See, I know, I know who I am now. I didn't know that before, but I know who I am now. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God, and I know whose I am. I'm a child of God. I know who I am, and I know whose I am. So this is what to do, Fred. Fred. Whatever happens, and only the Lord knows what tomorrow is going to bring forth. Nobody really knows. All we know is this, that in the world we're going to have tribulation, trouble. The Apostle Peter said, fiery trials will just about consume us. But we also know that Jesus said, be of good cheer. Take heart, I've overcome the world. He'll take you through every difficult place. The place cannot be too difficult. For Jesus to pull you through and give you the victory on the other end. He'll be there. So what I, what I encourage you to do is to reflect on the blessing that Jesus has given you. When you get sad, think of Jesus. Think of your new status. Think of your new privileges. Think of the new hope. You won't think those thoughts very long. What's happening is you're, you're stirring up that feeling on the inside. Joy is now hitting your emotions from the inside and causing your senses to rejoice, and now it's going to express itself and manifest itself that others will see. It used to be it had to come from the outside in. You always look somewhere. You know, some people, <clears throat> they, they look to um, their spouse to make them happy. And I, I missed that part. I got out of my outline. <laughs> they looked at their spouse. I, I want to tell you about this, this fellow. He saw this girl. He fell in love, and he thought, boy, she's a deal. And Then he got married, and he began to look around, and he thought, I need a new deal. <laughs> and then he got married again, and he said, I've got an ordeal. <laughs> Friend, it's Jesus that's going to make you happy. Don't look to your husband and blame him that you're not happy. Don't look to your wife and blame her that you're not happy. Don't get involved in that blame game. Get down before God. God will make you to rejoice. And your happiness will be a happiness of joy and rejoicing. Amen. God bless you. Shall we bow before him? Father God, you are our God through Jesus Christ. We have been redeemed, bought with a price, his precious blood. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Now, friends, with your heads bowed, your eyes closed, just think a minute. Think of Jesus. Don't think of the trouble you're in. Think of Jesus who's going to help you with your trouble. That's the way to do it. Now, secondly, with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, reflect on your new status. You've been redeemed. A ransom has been paid for you. You're a child of God. Father is Abba Father. And you're rich. You're just about as rich as Jesus. You're an heir and a joint heir which says everything he gets, you get. You are rich beyond words. Think about that. Think of the new privileges. Even with your heads bowed, now you can pray. You can go right into heaven. Heaven opens at the name of Jesus. In emergencies, you can pray. You can retreat and find a place of refuge. You're part of the church, the family of God, the heavenly society. You have brothers and sisters in Christ, and you have new hope. Think about it, focus on it, contemplate. Friends, there's where your joy is going to come.
1: Friend, do you know who you are in God today? Rejoice and live joyfully in the knowledge that God loves you and is right there with you in that trial you're facing. He has the power to deliver you through every day and build your faith in Him. We hope that today's message has been a true blessing and has encouraged you to walk closer with God. As we conclude today's program, here is Pastor Morris with some special requests. I want to thank you for listening to The Healing Word. I pray deeply that you are finding healing through God's
2: Word emotionally, mentally, physically. You can be part of The Healing Word ministry by praying and giving financially others need to hear God's word and receive God's healing touch. And you can be God's instrument in reaching out to them by supporting the healing word with your prayers and financial gifts. Friend, I need your help. I truly thank you and bless you in the name of Jesus for your prayers and financial support. Go to Largo Community Church website, largocc.org. That's L-A-R-G-O-C-C.org for the mailing address and to learn
1: more about the Healing Word Ministries. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. We invite you to email Pastor Morris directly at at contactusatthehealingwordministries.com and share your blessing. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. Be sure to tune in Monday at the same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until then, blessings on you.